1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting
2: Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
1: Hey, what's up and welcome to the greatest episode of Serious (laughs) Issues, a weekly comic book podcast ever recorded. My name is Andrew Levins. My name is Siobhan Coombs. And it's late. Not quite late. It's late. I mean, it's always late. (laughs) It's late by my
0: standards.
1: (laughs) Last time we recorded it this time, I think it was like the previous best episode of Serious Issues ever. So I'm calling it in advance. (laughs) This is going to be the greatest. Uh, Every week we uh, we record our thoughts on the comic books that that came out in the last week. Uh, usually, we read all of them. This week, we read almost all of them.
0: Yeah. There's probably a few notable things that I missed, I can tell. Me already. too.
1: Um, I blame the new Nintendo Switch game, Mario Plus Rabbids, Rabbids, which has been way more captivating than I thought it would be. Oh, that you know what nice. a rabbit is? Yeah, we?
0: they're like those weird rabbit things. Like, right? if, what,
1: if, what, if a, what if a minion had long ears and was <laughs> French? Um, sounds incredible. They're, they're teaming up with the Mario gang, and I. I made fun of this game for months and months and months and mm-hmm. now it's come out it's like my favourite thing ever and I can't, I can't put it down <laughs> um, but I managed to to read a bunch of books this week um, and we're going to be reviewing all of them um, we're including the uh, the finale of Secret Empire later in the show Woo. but uh, First Things First is the name of the first segment of this show and uh, we review all the new number ones that came out in the last week kicking things off with uh, some DC books a little reminder that all the books that we talk about on the show today um are all available for you to buy, buy purchase at King's Comics in Sydney, which is 310 Pitt Street, Sydney, or kingscomics.com, should you wish to look for them online.
0: I think this is the longest I've gone without <laughs> going into King's in, like, 10 years.
1: Who's going for
0: you? That's it. Nate. Nate's Shouts to Nate. Me. Thank you for picking me up comic books every week.
1: Shouts to Nate. <laughs> He's saluting you. <laughs> um this episode is also brought to you by two Patreon supporters. Um last week was uh Matthew and Kevin, they get a double shout out. Uh, this week we get two patrons who have been supporting us for a long long time. Uh we get Kurt Tassone Um if you were a graph artist, I would call you Tassone. Nice. Pretty pretty good, pretty hot. Absolutely. Uh and also Tony Yeah.
0: Hey. <laughs> I think if that's if that's the Tony, yeah, I think it is. Hello, Tony. Tony, if that's nice,
1: you do you have an '80s freestyle career? Because <laughs> th- that's a perfect name for someone who, like, you know, who who makes like synth pop. Yeah, in, Miami.
0: He hasn't like, like, like half automatic Spanish. call and response. Yeah, I love it. with his name,
1: Tony. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, anyway, it's a long time coming, oh, Siobhan, si- si- When I say Tony, you say yeah, Tony. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, You
1: can become a Patreon and get incredible shout-outs like the ones we just gave our good friends, uh, Tony and Kurt, by heading to patreon.com slash Serious Issues Podcast. And we are actually going to do a Patreon uh, Q&A episode next Mm -hmm. week um, that will be available for everyone. Um, But we're doing it because we hit a uh, pretty nice goal on Patreon recently and we decided, hey, we should... uh, Live up to those promises that we promised <laughs> and uh, and deliver on them. Um, so uh, if you want to uh, send us a question, uh, literally anything, yeah. we'll answer it all. Uh, it doesn't even have to be comic related. Uh, send it to us, uh, Serious Issues Patreon at gmail.com mm-hmm. or even just Serious Issues at kingscomics.com. They'll, mm-hmm. either, either one will make it to us or you can uh, find the Q&A thread on our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash Serious Issues podcast. But enough waffle shinbone. Um <laughs> All right. <laughs> Definitely what I'm calling the episode. Too. <laughs> um, let's talk about these number ones, uh, these n- first issues that came out last week uh, from various publishers. Let's go with DC, mm-hmm. who put out uh, three number ones, or um, uh, two of which were the King Kirby uh, celebration issues that they've been putting out. These mm-hmm. one shots celebrating 100 years of King Kirby it would be his 100th birthday. Were he alive this year? Happy
0: birthday.
1: Um, H.B. J.K. Um, and, uh, <laughs> this week we got, uh, we got two of these cool specials. Um, one of them was, uh, called the Black Racer and Shiloh Norman Oversized Special. And weirdly enough, the characters that I know the least about, mm. this one probably my favorite of the King, the King Kirby specials so far. Agreed. Uh, it has a big creative team, um, written, this is like a, usually these are kind of like... A two-parter, you get kind of like a, a, a first story by a bigger creative team and then a smaller crea- a smaller story um, in this in the latter half of the book. And then there's some Kirby backups as well. Mm-hmm. But this is, uh besides the Kirby backups, just a big one story written by Reginald Hudland, Hudland um, which is... I never get to say... He hasn't really written much lately, so I've never oh. gotten to say how much I love his name. One it's of the best name. names in comics. I don't
0: know who he is, though.
1: Um, I know him because he wrote some Black Panther. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and uh, we get Dennis Cowan and Ryan mm-hmm. Benjamin on pencils, and then inks, inkers. Uh, we got Bill Sinkevich and Richard Friend. So uh, a pretty incredible roster of uh, of talent mm. um, who are, who have spent a lot of time working. I think they've all a lot of the people in the, on that have worked on. Uh, one of Jack Kirby's other creations for Marvel, which is Black Panther. Oh, cool! Another black character with the word "black" in its name.
0: <laughs> classic, classic comic books.
1: Um, so uh, this, yeah, the black, the Black Racer. Are you familiar with the character beyond that one issue of JLA, written by Grant Morrison with Howard Porter? Not at all. Who shows up at the end of like Rock of Ages? I think the Black Racer is like the Grim Reaper on mm. on skis,
0: <laughs> and he skis which is way more terrifying. If he you skis think about through
1: it. the cosmos and. Um, and takes the souls of, like, god, I hope that's how I die. Of gods when they die,
0: I, I assume I'll be a god by that point.
1: Who, but who's so you want to be chased by some by a black man on skis <laughs> yeah, through the cosmos? I'd like,
0: I would like to die like that,
1: please. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, this is about the the other name on the on the on the on the cover, Shiloh Norman, is uh, someone who takes on the mantle of Mister Miracle. Mm. I've never ever heard of this character before.
0: Me neither. But can they give him a book now? With yeah, his creative team, please. Um, yeah, that why was not? Great.
1: Two Mister Miracle. Let's have Mister Miracle generations. Yes, please. It's kind of is what this kind of was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is basically like a um, like I, I think of, of all these Jack Kirby specials, none of them really set you up in the world as well as mm. this one did, mm-hmm. and it's a, a really great one shot. Um, and I think if you just you know want to read some fun. Cosmic Kirby comics that's, uh, just like with incredible art, like of, mm-hmm. of, of all of them, you, we've seen a lot of different artists trying to ape or like do their interpretation of Kirby style. This is, um, uh, it is really, really good.
0: Yeah. This is a nice, this mm-hmm. is a nice version.
1: And Mr. Miracle, um, even when it's Shiloh Norman as Mr. Miracle still has one of the most fun, ridiculous Kirby costumes as does the black racer. Yeah. Um, basically this is, uh, Shiloh Norman as Mr. Miracle, um, we see him attempting to escape from some box that's about to explode, uh, but somebody—in fact, it's straight up—it's Donald Trump—has <laughs> has has, <laughs> has rigged it so that the uh, explosion won't allow him to escape beforehand, and he's going to die. And he's doing this because Mister Miracle said he was going to donate millions of dollars to homeless children or something, and Trump doesn't want that. <laughs> Trump it's showed pretty, up in two comics I read this week.
0: Subtle piece of uh, political credit criticism, um,
1: but. Uh, We see the Black Racer come for him and uh, the the comic is split into two kind of paths um, as we see the Black Racer chase after Shiloh Norman in his mind and they kind of speed through space and visit a bunch of other Jack Kirby universes. So we see like a bunch of OMAC stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, the Commander universe Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, all the while we're kind of learning what's going on in the real world, as he attempts to do his uh, his escape trick as Mister Miracle, It was um, a very good issue. I loved this. Yeah, the art was great, especially the Sienkiewicz pages. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, funnily enough, uh, this was one of two books that Dennis Cowan did the art for this week. And uh, I did not like the other book that mm. he did the art for at all. Stay tuned to find out what that is. Foreshadowing. Uh, three issues, I'll show. Also. So, yeah, I think if you've been on the fence about getting, picking up these Kirby books, they are very well printed and they have some great backup material too. Um, this is definitely my, my pick of them so far. I don't know how many more we're going to have. I think they were like 12 all up or something. Okay. We're, we're past the halfway point, Shimbo, uh, I would say so. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. This is very, very good. Uh, we also got Dark Side Oversized Special. Over, and this is a, a character that I'm very familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, came with an OMAC backup. Um, the... Uh, there's been like a an epilogue written by um, someone who worked closely with Jack Kirby um at the at the back of all of these issues his name is Mark Evanier mm-hmm. um and he he wrote a kind of like you know little summation of of Jack Kirby and his connection to the characters appearing appearing in each of these specials um and I don't really know much about him um it just says he's a former assistant to Jack Kirby um and he wrote a book called Kirby King of Comics but he also wrote this um Dark Side special so oh, it was written by Mark okay. Arver- Evanier um, with uh, art by Scott Collins, mm-hmm. um, who I know best from being very, very good on those awesome Flash issues that Jeff Johns wrote, mm-hmm. and then he kind of changed his style up after then, and it's not, so it's still good.
2: Yeah,
0: it's still good. He's not my favorite, but that's fine.
1: Um, it is fine. Uh, <laughs> this story was a little less than fine. Couldn't. I didn't love it. It's kind of like about a t- about about a bunch of people who oppose Darkseid's reign. Mm. Uh, Darkseid being the big omnipresent god of Apocalypse, and um, we have not enough Granny, not an, Granny like, goodness, not nearly
0: enough Granny goodness. Don't tease me with Granny on the first page of a story, and then don't bring her back. Um, bullshit.
1: Yeah, but this was very much about like you know th- these people that Darkseid sees as tyrants getting mm. getting one over on him, like that classic. Ruse that's never ever like good when you oh see God, it done yeah. in any form of media where uh, the, the villain the villain reveals their true plot and then it turns out that that someone's like recorded and broadcast yeah their 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 plot to yeah. to the to the audience it's fucking fuck I hate but also
0: it. this is like the worst version of that because she like reveals to Darkseid that she's recorded it while she's still like in front of him. Yeah, really she hasn't silly. hit the button yet,
1: but she's manages to hit bu- hit the button, guys. Oh, thank goodness. Um, I also
0: think that they didn't like the apocalypse is so visually silly, and this is like not silly enough for my standards. Well, this is just
1: this is what New Fifty Two did to all mm. the, all the fun silly DC stuff. It just made it like gross, gray, and covered in lava. Mm. <laughs> Um, that's right. Every single city in the DC universe <laughs> is now gross grey and covered in lava. Um, we get a backup issue as well, a little backup story, sorry, written uh, about Omac, uh written by Phil Paul Levitz with art by Phil Hester. Oh, and Phil Hester. Phil Hester's art is uh, mm. by far the standout of of this uh this this issue this issue overall, I think. Um I mean, except for the, uh, I, I story hope- in the back. What's that?
0: I said except for the Kirby story in the back. You're
1: like ten times mumblier than That's usual. Like, no. I'm so sorry, I'm so tired. <laughs> it's fine for our listeners because I can bump you, bump follow up, but I can't hear you at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, I'm just going <laughs> to like agree with you. Um, yeah, good. Give Phil Hester a, a, a regular series once he's finished shipwreck with Warren Ellis. Yes, I want to see him drawing some superheroes.
0: That'd be nice.
1: Uh, DC put out another book that I know Shimbone did not read. Yeah, I didn't read. And maybe you would have enjoyed this one. Uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, uh, their first annual, uh, written by Scott Lobdell with art by somebody whose last name is Kirkham. Cool. Um, Does
0: Lobdell write the normal Red Hood and the Outlaws series? Yeah. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, uh, Tyler Kirkham is who did the art on this one with colors by Arif Prianto. Lovely. Um, And uh, this is, yeah, Red Hood and the Outlaws is the the team of... uh, Red Hood, Jason Todd, um, with Artemis and Bizarro, but in this one they have to infiltrate a circus to find some ru- Russians. And, okay, uh,
0: already this does sound right on my alley. Who
1: in the DC has a circus background?
0: Like so many, actually Ragdoll.
1: Two. Oh, okay, okay, a dead man. <laughs> But no, Nightwing is okay. who we're talking about. Okay. And so this is uh, kind of, you know, a little bit, we see a little bit of early days. Actually, DC loves showing early days uh, Dick Grayson at the moment. Yeah, totally. In flashbacks in a bunch of their books. But yeah, this, we see like the I rivalry. Young Dick.
2: Sorry.
1: Hey. Sorry. Um, should I end the episode <laughs> that? <laughs> um, this is, uh, yeah, we, we see a lot of Jason and Dick rivalry. Um, and some fun Alfred stepping in. Um, the the story is dumb as fuck, but mm. of course it is. You know, it's Lobdill writing a circus story with these dumb characters in it. I like yeah. the series a lot though, and it's this was a good little addition to the to the uh, ongoing.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: Um I also love uh, at one point um Bizarro finds love with a bearded lady. Oh that's nice. And Bizarro like himself is like drawn to it. He kind of has like an alt right haircut. <laughs> 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 I hate that that's what it is now, like that, that weird kind of like yeah, yeah, very yeah. short sides slick over hair yeah sorry if i'm describing your haircut but um,
0: get a less fascist haircut
1: <laughs> okay it does it, it, it is a little bit nazi-ish right? yeah, that's what like it is it's right? fascisty. Yeah. okay right fascist-y. Sure. <laughs> Um stay tuned <laughs> for us saying the word fascisty again when we reviewed secret <laughs> empire number 10 um let's move over to marvel right now um for a review of generations the archers um hawkeye and hawkeye Mm. Written by Kelly Thompson, who currently writes the Hawkeye series, with art by Stefano Raphael. Um, funnily enough, we actually learned what the what the generations what what caused the generations series like these little one mm. shots in Secret Empire ten. Oh. We'll talk about that later. There's a there's a, there's a there's a there's a flash at one point, and so all of these stories exist within that flash.
0: Oh, great <laughs> storytelling!
1: Uh-huh. Um, what did you think of this issue of Generations?
0: I really like. The main Hawkeye run, I think Kelly Thompson has done a really good job of sort of developing a good voice for um, Kate, Katie Hawkeye. Katie Hawkeye, uh, you know, you know who I mean. Um, but I really hated this. I didn't think I didn't like her characterization of Clint. I didn't think that the like relationship or the way they spoke to each other came across very well. I liked the art. I thought it looked good, but it was really super wordy, and I don't think the jokes landed.
1: I find that I find most of Kelly Thompson's work is super wordy, so that this yeah totally this didn't seem that, that far from everything else I've read of hers. Um, this basically this pits um, both the Hawkeyes against some of the best marksmen in uh, in the Marvel universe. They're all on an island together, wearing mm-hmm. these belts where if they get shot in the belt hole, they <laughs> they get teleported back to where they came from. So it's like Hawkeye and Hawkeye versus Taskmaster, yeah, uh, Bullseye. I don't know a bunch. I don't think the
0: Hawkeyes would win against Bullseye and talk. Well,
1: Bullseye throws a playing card and it nicks Kate's cheek, Mm. and there's blood. And then the next panel, there's no blood.
0: What the what the heck? Has she got a mutant healing (laughs)
1: ability from paper cuts now?
0: What do you expect from us? How much do you expect us to believe, guys? Um, yeah, this was fine.
1: Also, she got, she got. It was fine now.
0: No, I mean, I guess it was not good. You said I, I, I really know, didn't I'm like it. I'm really tired. I really didn't like it. The wrong
1: scale of fineness needs to be better defined. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I also thought this was fine though. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it, it kind of. Um, I thought the the story of them being on the island with these marksmen mm. that was fun. That was fun. But yeah, you're right. The characterisation of both of them uh, was. You know, I was in the mood for a comic like this, so I, I definitely didn't dislike it. Um, and uh, considering I, I dropped um, mm. Hawkeye, maybe I should give that another yeah. look. I yeah.
0: don't know. I mean, Hawkeye series is good.
1: Um, weird though that um, they talk about Hawkeye, the original Hawkeye, who's in his original outfit, mm. saying how pink his outfit is. where I've always, I've always thought of that outfit as many shades of purple. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Great. <laughs> I'm sure he would have at the time too. Um, I bet you didn't read this next one of the all time.
0: Best classic.
1: You love the Hawkeye mask?
0: Yeah, it's so funny. The whole costume with the little tunic, it's great.
1: Yep. Real good fun. Cla- um, classic arching outfit. <laughs> um, Mace Windu, Windu yeah, Jedi of the Republic. Um, we, got, we get a, a, a series now. Great. Uh, based on uh, Samuel L. Jackson's uh, character from the, uh, the prequel trilogy. Delightful. Uh, with his purple lightsaber, the balance of the force. Um, this was written... Um, by Matt Owens, With art by Dennis Cowan.
0: Oh, yeah, um, excellent.
1: Who we talked about? Wait, did he do? No, hold on. Fuck, he did. He did the yeah, the same, the same Dennis Cowan that I raved about in um the Black maybe Racer. Maybe there's more than one. Yeah, it is the same one, Dennis okay. Cowan. Um, I could not stand the art in this book. Uh, I, I didn't mind. There, there are some things that, that looks good. I actually liked his, his take on Mace Windu. Oh. Okay, r- look at... It's really different. It's really, really different. I think it was because, well, I mean, this one wasn't inked by Bill Sienkiewicz. Right, yes. check. But check out his uh, interpretation of Yoda.
0: Oh, wow. That's a puby Yoda.
1: Real pub, like a pube frog. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yoda um, is
0: a little bit pubey.
1: Uh but the art wasn't the main problem of this book. The story was just so fucking boring yeah I just it was one of those ones where I just my eyes moved from panel to panel, and i didn 't take in anything that happened in the story and mm. look, maybe my brain is just shut off from star Wars comics now i 've overdone it
0: yeah um, i just hit I just hit a point with Star Wars comics where I was like, you know what i 'm not reading any anymore. Yeah, I was just, just kinda, done.
1: when I saw this. I was like, "Mace Windu gets a book,"
0: <laughs> and like
1: the uh, like besides Yoda, like the, the the pairing is that Kit Fisto.
0: What
1: you know that he's like a the kind of kind of looks like the Kraken. No. <laughs> like, what if the the Kraken was a Jedi?
0: I don't know that much about Star Wars. Uh, okay, so no, actually, I don't know who that yeah,
1: is. Yeah, he's he's real crack, Krakeny though, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But the jury acknowledges the Krakenesque of Kit <laughs> Kit Fisto. Anyway, it's a I. Bad name. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Star Wars names are. <laughs> yeah. um, although I, I'm, on, I'm on record as saying the you know how like terms get made up for comics and sci-fi, mm-hmm. um, Jedi is the best made-up word ever. Like, think of a better. Like you just hear the word Jedi, and that just, that just seems like like it a word that's existed good. forever. Yeah, and you, and you and it's like oh, it's the it's a force look. I'm going to
0: have to go through my full list of made-up words. Yep. And then I'll come back with an.
1: Official Look forward to it. Look, if, 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 that's that's a good question uh, to ask <laughs> in our Q and A episode. Maybe I'll draw that. in for my question to you is, mm, what's the best made up word? <laughs> <laughs> um, I won't be continuing with Mace Window, unfortunately. Fair enough. Um, over to Dynamite now for a one shot, uh, written by Jody Hauser with art by Jacob Edgar. This is in the James Bond uh, universe that uh, Dynamite have been doing pretty capably um, in the last year and a bit, and this is a one shot all about Money Penny. Um, and specifically, the money penny that we saw in Warren Ellis's take on James Bond recently with Ian Masters. Um, and uh, I loved the fucking hell out of this book.
0: Oh, man, I did not. Damn, that sucks. I loved, I really loved the cover. Right, yeah,
2: right, the cover is excellent. Tula
0: Lote. Um, I thought the book was like let down by the art a little bit. There was, there was a little bit. The
1: art felt tumblery to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, tumblery or Deviantarty or just not finished. Oh, that sounds a little bit cunty. Kind of well, though. I
1: think well, I think Dynamite have a limited budget when it yeah. comes to colorists, inkers. I think a little bit more time could have been spent. I think the pencils themselves aren't too bad. I think it's just the the, the the finishing touches. Yeah. But from Some a of story- the panels
0: are pretty funny, like this one where she's running really fast. Yeah. From a standstill. It's where are the good. speed lines. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so
1: this kind of uh, is like a semi-origin story for this version of Money Penny, and then uh, a current backed with like a current mission that she's on. Mm. I really liked the action scenes in this. Like, even though they weren't drawn as well, I thought they were written really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just found that this sort of, um, I felt unsatisfied by the end. I don't know, like...
1: Yeah, it ends very... I I kind of saw that coming, that it was going to... Because I think this is definitely Jodie Howser taking a page out of the Warren Ellis way of, like, everything wraps up Mm. immediately on that that final page and Mm -hmm. there's barely any kind of afterthought, which I enjoyed um in this. I thought I I I was kind of I think this was all about the action those action scenes for me. Mm. Um where we see what a capable kind of spy Money Penny is.
0: Yeah, I mean I like I I would want to see more Money Penny, really.
1: I want to read more from Jodie Hauser. I think Jodie Hauser yeah. is a is a really good writer. Um agreed. She really won me over on Mother Panic and I've even I've even reading a fucking faith book now on Valiant. Oh really? That she's writing. Yeah is it I, good? Yeah, I will be reviewing it later in the show.
2: Oh cool. Spoilers,
1: I enjoyed it. Um so That's yeah money nice. money penny I, I I I really like this world that they're creating uh, mm. with James Bond like I never thought I would be really enjoying James Bond comics like I I think I enjoyed that Warren Ellis run on James Bond more than I've enjoyed any James Bond movie before Yeah same <clears throat> so I'm pretty invested in uh, in in seeing what they do with the franchise at Dynamite now um and this was a nice little addition mm uh final book comes from a, a re- recommendation usually you hear his uh his guest patreon reviews each week but he didn't send us one this week tom burton is who i'm talking about a uh, good listener and a uh, supporter of the podcast uh but uh <laughs> good listener good listener is a great listener tom is a <laughs> wonderful wonderful listener. all my problems uh well he does every single week we talk about <laughs> our problems a lot on this podcast <laughs> I'm actually very proud of us for not starting with, like, you know, the latest in baby updates.
0: There's a, a lot of baby news.
1: I got health updates, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll put them at the end. <laughs> Find out if I'm going <laughs> to die or not. Yeah, Patreon exclusive. How many years does Levin's have left to live? <laughs> uh, anyway, Tom recommended us read a comic, or he asked us to pick up a comic. A
0: yeah.
1: uh, Halo book. Um, I've never played a Halo game.
0: Me neither. I've never, I
1: I've never owned an Xbox, so.
0: Oh, can you only play them on Xbox? Yeah. I know nothing about video games. You know, you know, someone, I know a little bit. You know,
1: you know, you know that you know, like Crash, Crash is a bandicoot who wears Jorts.
0: I like Ace Attorney. Oh, the Ace Attorney series. Uh, no
1: objections from me on that <laughs> one. Um, what else?
0: Um, I used to be really into that Professor Layton yep. game series. What about
1: you know, they made a Professor Layton and Ace Attorney yeah. game together? Did yes, play I that? played that. I oh, did cool. play that. It was good, good
0: fun. Good yeah, it was all right. A good crossover. I mean, I still prefer the separate series, but.
1: There you go. You there can you never go. please her, everyone. Um, Halo, Rise of Atro... Atra? At- at- Atriox.
0: Atriox. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what's the most sci fi way for that to sound? Atriox. Uh,
1: and would you believe that a new number one through Dark Horse Comics was written by Cullen Bunn? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the monk? How many How?
1: fucking comics does he work on at once?
0: Like, what. Is he on, is, like? Does he do meth or like, how yes. is he staying up? I
1: think you know how they revealed in DC that there are many Jokers. Oh I yeah, I think there are there are many Cullen Bonds.
0: <laughs> He's actually multiple man.
1: Um, art on this one is by Eric Newen with uh, colors by Alexi Bricklot. Um, and uh, look, even though I I think the the first few pages where we kind of are introduced to a soldier, mm. um, and uh, she's kind of getting reports from an AI unit or a hologram of some kind, uh, kind of. Letting, maybe it is a real person talking to her via hologram. I really couldn't tell. I don't know how this universe works. (laughs) Um, But uh, basically, she's finding out that, like, you know, a bunch of uh, uh, alien invaders have come through and they're battling with her soldiers, and the soldiers are being depleted one by one. We know that the other soldiers are these big giant apes and Mm. uh, they're kind of just kind of sent, even though they know they're just going to be destroyed. They're they're courageous soldiers who just go and do their mission. And um, this was.
0: I enjoy the lengths that like war games have to go to to be like, no, this war is justified. Look, they're just big evil monkeys and they're killing us for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay for us to shoot them.
1: Um, so basically this yeah, introduces us to a, a sergeant who is kind of like seeing her entire um, squadron get killed one by one um, really rapidly and then she herself has to enter the battle and pretty much it's just down to her versus one last giant evil monkey. And, uh, the... I'm
0: guessing that's our Atriox, correct? Is this him rising?
1: Atriox is the big, bald, freaky monkey. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've never realized there was so many, so much monkey stuff in Halo. Yeah, I is thought
0: that a it thing? was. I, I have no idea. I thought clearly uh, the only
1: thing I know about Halo is Master Chief. He, yeah, he wears the big space hat. <laughs> there's no space hats in this book. Uh, Man,
0: did you see that? Um, Tycho Waititi made um, got a. Um, like a life-size model of that Jack Kirby space helmet made. Really? Yeah. And just wears it.
1: Like while he's directing? I hope so. That's amazing. He put, a, he put up a
0: post like, happy 100th birthday, King Kirby, and he's just wearing it like.
1: That's awesome. Taika Waititi is, have, a, is a treasure.
0: He is such a delight.
1: I hope they like tap him to write a comic after he does Ragnarok.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, 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 the payday I, isn't as good.
1: I know, but I feel <laughs> like he's got a million stories in his, yeah. in his crazy head. True. give us a boy put boy in in the marvel universe <laughs> did you see boy no it's very good it's a yeah. very grounded sad new zealand story
0: <laughs> i liked um wiki wilson yeah. yeah 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 that was good all anyway. these movies
1: are good eagle versus True. shark
0: yeah um what we do in the shadows the marvel
1: universe <laughs> what we doing in the oh shadows my god script?
0: yeah just do what we do in the shadows although that's pretty much what he did with those Thor videos. I'm sorry Mobius. I'm just rambling about Taco Mo- Put OTT.
1: Mobius Mobius crossover with um not Mobius, Morbius. <laughs> who's the who's the, the vampire in the Marvel universe?
0: There is a Dracula in the Marvel universe. Mobius it
1: Morbius or Mobius? No, the, e. the E. Isn't Mo- Mobius the artist? they have nothing to do with each other. But they're both called Nate I don't know if you I I think, I think it's Morbius. Morbius is the no, no, you got a computer in front of you. <laughs> no, I
2: can't. know. I refuse to look <laughs> <laughs> No, it's
1: with E. I've got like a computer in front of me too. I'm going to look it up. Reason, the Morbius the living vampire. Nah, it's, possibly... it's not Mobius. <laughs> Morbius is the... <laughs> I'm looking it up. Morbius... Got... <laughs> because of my health lately, it's like recommending me all these weird things. <laughs> Morbidly obese. is it? A... <laughs> Morbidly Obese, The Living Vampire. <laughs> it's Morbius. Michael Morbius. The Living Vampire. <laughs> Fuck that you, It's
0: Michael Morbius? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna-
1: I can't remember what we were talking about. Whatever. That's the end of First Things First. I love recording late. <laughs> now we play an exciting game called Roll the Dice for Image, Marvel or DC. This almost didn't happen this week, Siobhan. Oh my God, how come? Because Archie found my recording stuff. <laughs> on my three-year-old son. Unzipped the uh, little sleeve that I keep my recorder in. Thankfully, didn't um, didn't like do anything in the recorder. Found the dice mm. and ran out of the room. And I was like, oh, Archie... <laughs> Don't do anything with it. And then he came back like 30 seconds later. I was like, where's the dice? And he goes, I don't know. And I said, what, what do you mean you don't know? He goes, I threw it and it's gone. <laughs> so um, uh. then I was, it, it, was, it was behind a couch cushion.
0: Nice. Where everything ends up. Obviously. Uh,
1: so one to two on this dice, if we roll it, we talk about Marvel first. If uh, three to four, it's DC, five to six, it's Image. There's only one DC book, so that'll be a quick one. Two DC books. Mm. Four. DC first. Nice. Three. Three. Four. What the fuck? <laughs> Two. I was going to DC, then Marvel, then Image. Great. Um, people that just want to hear us talk about Secret Empire are like, fucking come <laughs> on. <laughs> um, let's talk about the one DC book that we both read. And yeah. for once, I didn't read something.
0: Whoa.
1: I make sure that's happening with more regularity these days. Whatever. Yeah. Wonder Woman, number 29, um, written by... Uh, Fill-in writer, there's fill-in team that are doing quite a good job. We always say so mm-hmm. each week, um, except, oh, god damn it! I wish DC would just put put the full names of the creators somewhere easier to find. Uh, Shea F- F- Fontana,
0: yeah, who I believe is works on the um, DC superhero girls right TV show and Online? and
1: does oh. she do the, the bombshell stuff as well? No, I
0: don't know. I don't, I don't know.
1: Um, Shea Fontana um, it's and a good uh, name. Maki Miranda. Um, on art this this week, um, I thought the art was like similar to the um, money penny shot. It, it seemed mm. a little bit unfinished.
0: Yeah, yep, I agree. But,
1: but this is a team up between uh, Wonder Woman and Etta Candy. Mm-hmm. Um, as a bunch of assassins try to take out Etta Candy, and it's up to Wonder Woman and her um, kind of recovering friend to take these uh, assassins out. Uh, this is fun. Yeah. It was a, just a really fun superhero comic.
0: Yeah, exactly. Absolutely.
1: And I think it's a good little kind of fun taste of how much fun Wonder Woman can be yeah. um, before we get, I think, quite a heavy story once James Robinson takes over and does this what if Wonder Woman had a brother.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep.
1: Sounds my, silly. My theory is that Wonder Woman's brother is Cullen Byrne. <laughs>
0: One of the many Cullen Buns. One of them's got to be.
1: All-Star Batman, number 13. Everyone, she's exhausted. She can barely raise her voice above a whisper. Can she review a book on her own? Because I did not read this book this week.
0: Um, Like, I'm not going to do a good job. Let's admit that. Because I barely remember what's going on in this story. Something, something, Alfred, something, Squires... Yeah,
1: uh, I just, I I, I will read. Oh, I'll get around to reading it. I don't dislike it. I just was not in the goddamn mood to read it, Scott Snyder.
0: Yeah, fair enough. The Raphael Albuquerque art is delightful. I like all the flashback sequences. Just give me, like, just give me a straight Young Alfred book. I don't need all these, like, long sequences. Imagine a book
1: called Young Alfred.
0: (laughs) It would be amazing.
1: Young Alfred and Young Dick.
2: (laughs) Make it happen, DC.
0: Together at last. Um, But, like, all these, like, the, the contemporary bits that are all, like, Alfred just talking about how much he loves Master Bruce and how much he wishes they could go retire together and stuff. I don't need that. I don't need all these, like, long sentimental speeches that Scott Snyder loves. We've give seen me The Dark Knight Rises. He, yes. he
1: drinks his fernet, fernet prank. You know, at the end when Michael Caine's, like... I, I want to see you, sir. <laughs> I'll drink my fernet Branca, and I'll look You're over
0: incredible. there. You're <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Michael Caine is incredible. I just
1: want to see you over <laughs> there and I think I'll look at you and you'll be very happy, sir. <laughs> That's verbatim how that was the end incredible. Rises. I It was him. like he was in the room.
0: <laughs> um, The backup story by Declan Shelby, and I can't remember who the writer is. That's not Declan um, Shelby, is it? It is too, isn't
1: it? No, this is written by Raphael Albuquerque. I don't even read it, and I know. Written by Raphael Albuquerque and art by one of his mates. Oh, yeah. About Why? the Russians. What's
0: wrong with me? Yeah. Why did I think it was a show? He was doing
1: backups. Okay. And then Franco- Francesca Francovillia right, okay. did backups, and now these guys are doing Now
0: it. it's Sebastian Fumara. Fumara. Um, right.
1: Anyway, I, that was cool. I think it's almost done. This is like the first uh, DC Rebirth series that's going to end.
0: Yeah. Yep. Which is pretty... Because I'm pretty sure Scott Snyder was like, I'll keep it going as long as it sells so clearly.
1: I mean, this is uh, fucking selling, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure. Anything with Batman. Anything with anything with Batman right, on the
1: too. cover. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's, he's doing the metal stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. I like that better.
1: That's a very short DC segment. It was, uh, wasn't was even a fifth week of the month, was it? Yeah, no, no. I don't know. I guess p- it kind I of was. I have no idea what date it was. No, you're right. Yeah, it was the fifth week. It was like late uh, late right, okay. August. So DC always, never have books for... for uh, they always put out weird annuals and mm. things like that. Um, so let's talk about Marvel, specifically Secret Empire, number 10, the... Kind of finale of this because we've still got Secret Empire uh, re- well, rebirth or something. <laughs> all <laughs> Some,
0: new, all different Secret Empire. I have the, no there's idea. a finale
1: comic, uh, a little epilogue comic coming out right, very soon, okay. too. Uh, written by Nick Spencer it's with an enormous roster of artists on this one. Uh, most of this issue was done by Steve McNiven. Yep. Um, we also got Rod Reyes, who I learned is a, uh, a listener. That's of nice. serious issues, so shouts to Rod Reyes. That's so. I'm um, sorry for I'm sure butchering the pronunciation of your name every week. Um, we've got David. You're Ma- not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You join a plethora of other artists that we do it to constantly. Um, David Marquez is on this. Paco Medina, Juan Velasco, Jesus Abertov, and Ron Lim, uh, all doing gracious. art on this book. Colors by Matt Wilson. Uh, this is the big finale fight uh, between our heroes and a cosmic cubed up. Nazi fascist Captain America. Nice. Um, I thought this was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Largely, I got fine. in before you did. Um, the whole thing, because basically, like, like okay, we're gonna spoil somewhat Secret yeah, Empire. I feel like it's you kind of guess what's gonna happen in the first issue anyway. As soon as there's like flashbacks to the, the Rod restaurant and stuff mm-hmm. of, of of Steve Rogers kind of trapped somewhere with. Cosmic cubic shit, Copic stuff. Um, but basically, uh, Hydra Cap gets beaten up by the original good Cap,
0: by regular Cap,
1: um, and uh, Sam Wilson helps. I don't know. The, yeah. the whole thing felt like a um, like this is Nick Spencer's response to um, the Peppy Frog mm-hmm. getting turned into an alt right fascist yeah. meme. <laughs> Because the whole thing is like, yeah, you can try and rewrite Captain America um, as a fascist, but the true heart of Captain America will never let you do that. Mm. Just like Peppy the Frog. Yep, so. I
0: think that's. I think that's precisely what he's trying to get at. <laughs> <laughs> you cracked it.
1: Um, so I think I, I, I you know, this, it's not great by any means. No. As an event, it's leagues above Civil War Two. As an end of event, like the final issue of an event, mm-hmm. I w- I didn't go. What the fuck was the point of this? Yeah, which I think is an important thing to to achieve for an, uh, the final issue of an event comic, um, specifically a, a Marvel one.
0: Absolutely, um, but it does feel like like why did why did this even?
1: Because you got to not... you got to write an event. I, I doubt yeah. Nick Spencer has always wanted to tell this story all his life. He just thought of a cool idea, yeah, that would like you know create some controversy and, and, you know, we now know. know that, like, you know, that Cap the real Captain America was never really a fascist. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, all that outrage over nothing.
0: Yeah. yeah I'm so shocked. I thought they were going to make him a real deal Nazi forever. And then all of a sudden, Marvel would start publishing all these comics that were like, I hate Jews.
1: <laughs> um the, I love that double page spread, though, of Captain America good. whomping Hydro yeah. Cap with uh, Thor's hammer.
0: That's the official... That's going to be the image that people remember from, from this arc, I think.
1: Yeah. Um, surprisingly, Trump didn't show up in this issue.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I bet Nick expense I wanted to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah. And, and we get Secret Empire Omega. I was just thinking, uh, what's a generic word that they, they, they slap on, mm. the, on the end of a, of a comic book every now and then? Uh, Secret Empire Omega comes out very, maybe even next week. Uh, so we'll talk, we'll talk about the weird wrap up. I don't think this this event has any ramifications for the future. I guarantee you, we get a what if um, five issues of sure. what if um, Hydra Cap one. Hy- yeah, Hydra Cap one, um, and I'm kind of interested in that. I kind of want mm. I, I, because there's like there's like a few pages of um, the of like when Cap rewrites Hydra Cap rewrites all of American and Marvel history. In uh, in the world history, yeah, in in like Hydra's name, and we see like a Hydra version of uh,
0: like the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four
1: and stuff like that, and I, w- I kind of want to see all those stories. That would be fun.
0: On the cover of Secret Empire Omega, yeah. Um, Cap looks like he has one metal arm. Is that does he have one metal arm now? I mean, Did unless get... it's
1: Bucky. Yeah, that does look like a metal arm. What's going on there? Hmm. Uh, may- or maybe that's is it meant to be Iron Man because he's also holding a hel- I don't even know what's going on there. Who Oh, no, he's that, half Hydra Cap uh, right, and okay, half right. regular Cap. Oh,
0: I see. There we go. Will everyone be able to forgive him? Maybe?
1: Yeah. So um, there is a moment, a flash, if you will, where... Um,
0: a point of flash.
1: Where, I don't know, it's, it's something to do with the, the Cosmic Cube. And that's when all the heroes get sent away for one moment.
0: For the generations, for the
1: generations, one shots that we're getting at the moment, and then they they flash back. So that's why, that's what we've been wondering: the mystery of why these generations book exist. And the answer is because, (laughs) because, (laughs) because (laughs) Because the Cosmic Cube. (laughs) So now I think Marvel needs to just just no more Cosmic Cube bullshit for a while. Yeah, Um, no more like alternate versions of the heroes. Like, as in, like, you know, and this is the evil version of Captain mm. America. This is the blah, blah, blah. No no deception. Mm-hmm. Um, no Hydra.
0: Yeah, let's leave Hydra alone for a hot minute.
1: Um, no events would be good if we could. But I mean, I they've
0: think... said that they're doing that, but that also seems like a huge lie. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, Legacy just seems like a bunch of one-shots, so yeah. not, not like a long, drawn-out event. So that's positive. Mm. Um, and Jason Aaron is doing the bulk of it, so I'm excited about mm. that. Oh, anyway, more Marvel books. Let's talk about Jean Grey. Number six. Did you read this one? Yep. Dennis Hopeless um, with art by Paul Davidson. Um, I like this series, the format of the series, where basically it's just young Jean Grey um, going from Marvel hero to Marvel hero trying to figure out how to take on the Phoenix eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this one sees her teaming up with, uh, with Doctor Strange, who is attempting to exorcise her from the kind of evil voice in her head Which ends up being the spirit of the original Jean Grey. Yeah, the non-time displaced Jean Grey. It's pretty Um, funny.
0: It's a pretty funny twist.
1: Yeah, Um, and uh, the next issue is going to have Scarlet Witch in it. I just I think this is really really fun fun series.
0: Yeah, and I really liked the art on this issue. Um, That's a funny looking Doctor Strange. I like it when like I like. I feel like everyone's trying to make Doctor Strange mad handsome, and in this he looks kind of goofy and is a bit gross and weird. Yeah. It's a a
1: core factor of Doctor Strange. Mm. Um, I love her haircut too. It's a good haircut. It's
0: a good haircut. Absolutely.
1: Um, Another really fun book that has, um, that reminds me a little bit of Dennis Hopeless is um, Robbie Thompson's Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme. This is so good. A better segue would have been another book with Doctor Strange in it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did
0: think that's where you were going, but that was a funnier segue. uh,
1: So issue 11, this is the penultimate issue of this uh, series that Mm -hmm. I think, I I, I hope they collect. It's gone longer than I thought it would. Yeah, me too. Um, I hope they collect it all in mm. like a twelve issue format because mm-hmm. um, it's really good. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was Nate, your, your disgusting <laughs> yeah, <good> boyfriend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is like uh, kind of become less and less about Doctor Strange and more about these weird uh, Sorcerer Supreme mm-hmm. throughout the ages and dimensions that have been assembled. Um, my favorite thing about this issue was seeing um, what who Wiccan grew, grows up to be, mm-hmm. and he has a kid with uh, with Teddy. Beautiful. Um, Hulkling. Uh, and uh, yeah, there was a lot to like about this book and it's still not finished. Yeah. I love that Isaac Newton is like a, a, a bad, a real jerky bad guy in this.
0: Yes. And we got to see Valeria as Doom. That's a really fun. Yeah. Fun bad guy.
1: Yeah. I, I really, really hope they collect all 12 issues in one trade because this is, this is been a nice one to have as a one, one collection. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, good, good one, good one, Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme, good one, Robbie Thompson, and yeah. also it used to be Javier Rodriguez on art, but uh, Nathan Stockman is doing a great job filling in since he left on mm. to do another, do another book. Um, I should have gone straight from Secret Empire into this, but Deadpool issue number thirty-five, written by Jerry Duggan with art by Mike Hawthorne, Terry Pallett and Ruth Redmond, um, was kind of uh, really tied into the final finale of Secret Empire. Um, And I realized that Deadpool was the one who alerted Maria Hill to where Blackout was, Mm -hmm. so she could stop the Darkhold dimension or whatever it was. Um, But this is like, it ends really, really grim and like things are just kind of fucked for Deadpool now because he's realized he's like betrayed everyone Mm. by following Captain America's orders and he's killed two S.H.I.E.L.D. agents that everyone loves. and uh, I don't know where the book is going to go now and I'm, like I, I I jumped on this book because I thought the, the, the Secret Empire in issues would be fun and now I'm going to not only stick with it I'm probably going to go back and try and read all of Duggan's Deadpool run because I love the, the mix of tones that he's able to put in his, uh, his stories mm. like genuinely funny jokes and then just like really really dark like oh shit poor Deadpool <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's nice
1: um, yeah Let's talk about Black Panther.
0: I um, didn't get a copy of Black Panther this no, week. No, no. Tell them what you actually did. Well, I read issue 16 again.
1: But that came out weeks ago. Black Panther 17 what came out. What an idiot. What a mm-hmm. dummy. Uh, Black Panther 17, written by Tana Coates, with art by Chris Sprouse.
0: <laughs> I was like, is he just doing something really like...
1: Meta? And yeah. Doing, like revisiting? <laughs> like a groundhog Like the exact day. same
0: format of every single issue where it starts off with Storm.
1: How many issues do you think of a... Not very popular book they could do that for, or like a, or a really clever book like this. Like I reckon he could get away with one issue, yeah, of doing exactly the same thing he did the last week, and everyone being like, "Oh, <laughs> Tana Hissy Coates is a really it's good really, writer." Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not sure what he was going for here, but you're gonna stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I always kind of in the early stages of his stories, when he's setting everything up, I'm like, ah. Oh, I don't know where he's going with this. Mm. I don't really like this. Blah blah blah. blah. And then suddenly I get hooked, and this was the the hook of this uh, of this arc, um, namely because it was such a massive issue focusing on Aurora Storm. Lovely. Um, and because she basically, she and um, T'Challa are, uh, are kind of seeking the romance of each other again. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a weird <laughs> sentence. <laughs> um, seeking the romance. They're back in each other's lives. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> And, uh, when, um, <laughs> when she returns to Wakanda, a lot of the parts of Wakanda see, her, see it as the queen returning and they, right. t- they call her a different name, like an African name, uh, because they think that she's going to be able to control these, this torrential rain that the lands have been cursed with. Um, and because of their like undying support and excitement for her, she's able to like amplify her powers. Mm. based off of their support and, yeah, uh, cool. and, and so the rains. that was, that's just one thing that happened in this very good, good issue. Great issue.
0: Dang. the art's so nice as well. Sprouse is so good. Mm.
1: Um, Black Panther and the crew finished this week as well. This is the other Tanahitzi Coates book, um, which uh, was uh, co-written with um, Yona Harvey, a poet um, and uh, pencils by Butch Geist with Mac Chater, inks by Scott Hanna and Mac Mark- Taylor, and Colours by Dan Brown. Uh, this was the book that was putting together Black Panther, Misty Knight, Luke Cage, Manifold, and Storm. And they took this. To- they took a-, a long time to kind of assemble all these characters. You know that Ta-Nehisi Coates had much greater plans to do mm. some more with this team. Um, the-, the name The Crew was originally used for a, um, a Christopher Priest miniseries um, in the mid or maybe a bit earlier, maybe late 90s, but it was mostly about War Machine. Um, but uh, this this book, in spite of having like five heroes that I want to read more and more of, especially Manifold, mm-hmm. um, who only showed up in like half the of last, the last two issues, uh, this was very much about this guy, I can't remember what his name Ezra. was. Ezra, um, from like the the 50s in Harlem. And I think, no, 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 I don't know, I said this last, when we reviewed issue five, but I just like I I wasn't interested in that story or or yeah. they failed to make that as captivating as just my excitement for seeing these five heroes together.
0: Yeah, I do agree. It ended up being a bit sort of meh. Dry and confusing?
1: Yeah. I think one day I will go back and read it all as a whole. Yeah. Um I loved the first issue of it. I think that that's still one of my favorite first issues of of the year. Um the first issue of the crew. But uh yeah, I, I think, I, I, look, and who knows how much of this was because he had to wrap things up really quickly. Mm. Um, if it was a, if it was this nice slow burn and he got to go for like 24 issues, this, this could have been a really great run. But sadly, we only got six and I guess I'm kind of disappointed overall. Yeah, same. Uh, Butch Geiss and Mac Chader's art is wonderful though. Agreed. Um, and uh, look, I hope this doesn't discourage Coates from doing more with Marvel, but like fair enough if he, if he is. Yeah, totally. They They don't know what the good thing they got.
0: Absolutely. Agreed.
1: Um, infamous Iron Man by Brian Michael Bendis Alex Maleev and Matt Hollingsworth this week was excellent issue number 11 of this you don't read this do you no nah. this is good good Bendis again this one had Doctor Strange in it oh yeah uh, Doctor Strange and Maleev draws I think just a, a, an acceptably level of handsome oh yeah that's good Strange he's a little a little um, bit goofy looking so Doom is kind of like allowing himself to be held by a shield and they recruit Doctor Strange to question him to figure out what, what he's kind of Plans are What he's What he's scared of um, And uh, oh, Man it, nice. How's that Double, double page spread believe is doing Great work in this Really mm. really great art And and Matt Hollingsworth too, Brilliant colours mm. um, So they basically Like uh, They enter the Astral plane And they kind of Interrogate uh, as, as Strange Interrogates him And um, Basically the, the, He's been revisited by, by Reed Richards And he's been Visiting um, Ben Grimm as well um, And he's been Talking in lowercase So you thought Oh maybe it's The maker mm-hmm. That guy um but uh he's also been co- in co- cohorts with um Dr. Doom's mother who's uh, like a crazy witch um and uh in this issue it's revealed who that version of Reed Richards is which is a really fun mystery that's kind of been flying under the radar mm. of Marvel at the moment skip forward 20 seconds if you don't want to hear me spoil it i want to know it's Befesto. oh posing as reed richards weird super cool though right yeah yeah and so like you want to see a brilliant brilliant page check out how amazing uh, Malieve's Mephisto is
0: oh wow that That's, is really great
1: apparently you know he, uh, Doom's tried to screw him out of deals yeah many many times before and this is him finally trying to get him so I guess the next issue is going to be Strange and Doom versus Mephisto cool it's fucking awesome that is cool um, what else what did you read that I didn't
0: um, okay I read, I read Thanos issue 10 by Jeff Lemire with art by German Peralta and Rochelle Rosenberg on colors. Um, this was such a good issue. Like this, the last two issues of this comic, I've really, really, really enjoyed. And it's just been this coming together of a really sick, just cool Thanos story. And there was a really fun Uber Thanos moment in this issue that I really enjoyed. Crushed a head. He sm- he crushed a head he in a very dramatic moment. Face up, while laughing.
1: I think that those big sudden displays of power are what makes Thanos a fun villain.
0: Yeah, and the moments of just like you think that you're like, ah, oh, maybe there is some sort of humanity to him, or like they're trying to sort of humanize him in some level, and then he's just like, ha ha ha, fools. Smush. At Thanos. <laughs> um, that was really good fun. I think Lamia's having a lot of a lot of fun with this.
1: I think the, the, the next issue is that's it uh,
0: Yeah, what, I'm I'm totally this, cool with that. This,
1: this is another one that's being taken over by Donny Cates. I think.
0: Oh really? Yeah, she is.
1: I, think, well, I could be wrong. I think it's, it's good so
0: though. It's a good series. Um, I also read Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I've got, I've
1: got both these books on my pile at home. Issue you get home.
0: Um, Again, as soon as I get home issue.
1: and and finish Mario plus Rapids,
2: <laughs> I'm going to read. It. I'm, that's Priorities. What, that, that is what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I could tell. Um, this is good. I think this is like this continues the story of Ego, the Living Planet's daughter, and Moon Girl. And it's good. Mm, yes.
1: <laughs> I think there's like one more issue left of this, uh, this story, so we can talk about it in, in depth when that next issue comes out.
0: Excellent. Um, and I also read issue 10 of X-Men Blue, which is the series about the young time-displaced X-Men.
1: By one of three Cullen Buns.
0: Yeah, goodness. Um, and this is mostly about how this version of Beast has started practicing magic to make up for various inadequacies that he feels in himself.
1: Is Doctor Strange in this issue?
0: Um no. no, damn it! But who's this? Who's this horned, horned lady? Lady with horns. Lady horn. Lady horn. <laughs> Um, I fucking can't remember her name. Anyway, that classic X Men villain who's a lady with horns, Devil Lady, the Goblin Queen. The
1: goblin, the goblin, Lady Horns better, frankly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh God, this is a silly comic. Anyway.
1: Well, Yeah. Why? I, I'm surprised you stuck with it.
0: Yeah. It's. But well, I. <laughs> I have stopped putting any X-Men books on my list, but Nate picks up every single X-Men book and I end up reading them anyway.
1: Nate, Nate, who you heard burp just 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> uh, I read The Uncanny Avengers number 26. So did I. Written by uh, Jim Zub with art by uh, someone, Isaacs? Sean Isaacs. Isaacsy? Isaacsy? I don't know. That's a cool name. Mm. Good name, Sean. And uh, brilliant colours in this issue by Tamra Bonvian. Or is it I assume it's Bonvian. Is it Bonvian? I
0: assume it's Bombian. Bombeyon is a By a it, way it's, it's a, good it's a name. very
1: fun name to say when when you, when you say it potentially wrong like we yeah. do every time <laughs> we say a name. Um anyway. This uh, was
0: like the horniest comic. <laughs> Everyone was like trying trying to do it all throughout this comic, and therefore it was the kind of X Men slash Avengers comic that I like. Yeah, and me I really too. enjoyed this issue.
1: I love I think a, a horn, like the horniest person in the Marvel universe is Johnny Johnny Storm, right? Top ten. Horn, okay, okay, Lady Horn <laughs> Gambit Gamb, Okay Storm. Gambit's horny as fuck Yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, This is great Actually this is great Let's not review any more comics Let's work out the yeah. <laughs> top 10 Horniest comic uh, Characters in the Marvel Universe Johnny Storm <laughs> Yeah Gambit
0: Gambit I feel like Rogue is kind of up there Because she's mostly about Like repressed sexuality Because she's like I'm half naked all the time But no one can touch me
1: um, I'm going uh, to put Matt, Matt Murdoch in there Because he he's, I know it doesn't seem is it because he has little horns? But no he, uh, he, <laughs> he's, he's been with a lot of, uh, of, uh, of, of the Marvel Universe
0: Yeah, Wolverine also Wolverine has to go up there Top 10 horny Yeah <laughs> oh,
1: horny. I feel like no one comes near Gambit and Johnny Storm though.
0: No, that's true Yeah, that's true Good talk uh- <laughs> <laughs> Let us know
1: let, let us know who you think are hornier Nightwing's horniest in, uh, yeah, in DC, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, then like um, Scarlet Witch and what's his name, Jericho, have a weird little sex moment, and then That's right. Pietro like dresses the Ninja Lady. I don't know what her name
1: is. Yeah, yeah. Quick, Quicksilver dresses um, Synapse, the Inhuman, like like zips around her at breakneck speed and put, yeah. p- takes her pyjamas off and yeah. puts her outfit on, her costume.
0: <laughs> and he's like, I wasn't trying to be cheeky. Like fucking hell, that's like sexual assault, Pietro. <laughs> um, um, and I have no idea what else happened in this comic. Like it was horniness. such, a, it was just such a like meaningless villain, just like I'm being a bad guy. Yeah, Gravitron yeah. shows up,
1: who's, who is a, <laughs> guy, a, a bad guy named after a, a carnival attraction. <laughs>
2: Um, And he's just
0: like, I'm a bad guy because of being a bad guy, all right? Let's just (laughs) shoot you up into space. (laughs) Yeah. I'm into that, though. Yeah, no, I was into I kind
1: of like like, like, real superhero comics that don't try to be anything more than what what they are.
0: Just pure soap opera. That was good.
1: Um, Those are our Marvel reviews. And I have to say, for Mm. the amount of complaints that we get in our group and from our listeners mm. about marvel we're still reading we more read a marvel lot books
0: of marvel than books. any other but books. that's because that marvel put out more books know, that's than true, anyone no. else part of the problem. that's
1: why everyone fucking hates them yeah anyway, I, I didn't mind all the marvel books i read
0: <laughs> yeah yeah they were all they were all largely fine
1: let's talk about image baby um definitely
0: the highlight of my week
1: yeah some good books this week you can pick which you can pick the order
0: um, let's just talk about Crosswind first because it's at the top of the pile. And, and it's great, I love this book so much. It is so silly.
1: This is Gail Simone's latest book, um, with art by Cat uh, Stags, um, and uh, it's it's basically a body swap Freaky Friday book. Yeah, uh, in which a mobster switches bodies with a uh, a housewife.
0: Yeah, and easily the most fun bits are the mobster. Um, controlling the housewives, oh, fucking incredible life so fun like
1: beating the shit out of uh, his he, her her stepson's bullies yep with a fry pan
0: yep <laughs> <laughs> it's so good and then like so good
1: yeah the, I don't know if we talked about the the last issue together with the dinner party God, yeah but that oh was God. like yeah I, I, I love this book this is so one of killer. my this is one of my favourites of the year I think Yeah, I don't Cat Stag's art is is for the most part good. at Some of his, uh, it's just some of the, the what what he does with the colors on the face where it yeah. looks it looks like a scanned photo. Yeah, uh, it's
0: very dark and it's very photo referency And there is like uh, it's, it's something the, to do with like the digital the color. Coloring. The digital color yeah. I
1: don't like on the faces. That's it. That's the only thing I, I really don't like about it. Um, but
0: um, but it's still like it tells a story really really well, and it's really this is such a fun book, and it's so fun to have Gail Simone like. Really, just feels like she's just letting loose on something like this. Yeah,
1: totally. I think if you got a more cartoony comic book artist, is this would come across way more like a goofy comic comedy. Yeah. And I think having this quite, you know, it looks like a crime book, basically. Yeah, totally. But with this insanely stupid premise that I, that really appeals to me in every way.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Such good fun.
1: Um, Yeah, definitely pick this up if if you're able to uh, find the the first three issues or online or whatever. Um, It's a really great series. uh, I I haven't heard many other people raving about it.
0: Yeah, I don't get it. Everyone should be reading this. This is so fun. Uh,
1: Should we talk about Black Magic next?
0: Yes, please.
1: Um, By Greg Rucker and Nicholas Scott. Um, This is the witchcraft slash uh, police procedural procedural. Mm -hmm. um, book. Um, And this one was way more about the police procedural side. Mm-hmm. I think the, the most that has ever really been featured in a series so far. Um, yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed that because Greg Rucker, don't know if you've ever read any of his books, but he writes the fuck out of a police pr- procedural He st- loves
0: a good police procedural. With Pro- a... Procedural is a shit word to say. <laughs> it's tough. Um, and he loves, a, he loves a sort of... Uh, what am I trying to say? Policeman. The, like hard-talking... Drinking policewoman. Yeah, yeah. That's his favourite thing. And
1: I, I think he, what he does best, though, is the partnership. Yes. We saw it done so well in Gotham Central, but yeah, the I'm partnership between the two... The
0: Rowan t- and her partner, whose name I've forgotten. Oh, Handsome Square Jawed Catman. He I, kind of I, looks like Catman. I, I forgot Rowan's name, so yeah. you're doing
1: better than I
2: am.
0: <laughs> um, I'm really, like, I'm very interested to know more about their relationship because yeah, there's too. some kind of weird unspoken tension there that I'm heaps into. I
1: think he knows she's a witch. Oh, yeah? Or, thinks, or at least suspects her. Imagine finding out that your police partner
0: on witch? the beat
1: was a was a witch.
0: Whoa, that would be hard to take.
1: That's what this comic should be called. <laughs> Imagine if your police partner on the beat was a witch by Gregory Rucker <laughs> and Nicholas Scott.
0: That's beautiful.
1: Um, beautiful looking art, incredible uh, black yeah. and white colours. I know it seems like it's a redundant uh, collection of words to put together, mm. but... They've been digitally. There's a there's a purpleness to the to the greys, and um, the color
0: um color assists are done by Chiara Arena. Chiara, Chiara, Chiara. I have no clue, obviously. But she
1: lives in Sydney. Hey, let's call her up and ask her. Yeah, because I've got all the Sydney numbers <laughs> right here.
0: <laughs> there's only sixteen.
1: Uh, yeah, great issue, great series. Um, even though I don't remember what happens issue to issue, it 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 it's each issue is captivating.
0: Absolutely, it's um, the most beautiful black and white movie.
1: It really is. Um, should we talk about Saga without spoiling anything? How? How? I don't
0: know. It was good. <laughs> like, if you're reading Saga already, I don't know what we're going to say that's going to convince you. Everyone's like, reading Saga. Oh,
1: every, Everyone except uh, there's a 16-year-old guy in our um, in our Facebook group. Shout out to Jordan uh, oh, from, nice. from New Zealand. And I feel like every <laughs> every single like, day oh. he asks if he should read Saga. <laughs> Yes. And then doesn't. Just and read And then it the already. next week we'll be like, hey, should I read Saga? I'm like, Jordan, I fucking <laughs> told you. You need to read Saga. Also...
0: Jordan, are you focusing on your studies enough? Because you post in that group a lot. Like I'm into it. You post some really he's, interesting questions. Come si- on, you sound like a mum right now. My mum right now. <laughs>
1: um, I know he like he's like the, the backbone of the group right <laughs> now. Um, he's, a good kid. The, he's really. I'm never. I'm, he's really good at asking those open-ended questions that everyone wants to answer. Like, yeah, you totally. Know, Who's your favorite specific superhero that can do this? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Blah. Yep. But yeah. Jordan, you should read Saga. He was a bit concerned that, you know, given his age and his taste in comics so far, uh, you know, he's heard that there's a lot of... There's a lot of dicks. There's a a whole lot of monster dicks in in Saga. (laughs) But I think...
0: I don't understand why that's not a selling point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that uh, that Saga is a... And this is a perfect example. This issue in particular Mm. deals with a very adult issue. Mm. But I think if you were to read this and if this was the first ever comic that, that addressed this issue... Um, that you'd ever experience, I think it does so in such a mature way that presents two sides to an argument all, yep. all the time and never judges the people doing either like a sexual act or mm-hmm. a, a, a something because of a sexual act yep. um, or, you know, any in, in any of the very adult scenarios that this space opera deals with yeah. uh, every issue. I think there, there are... A lot of comics that deal with these that that, that are a terrible introductions to these ideas. Mm. You know, sex is a big part of a lot of the comics that we talk about. Yeah, certainly isn't. It's the backbone of X Men, except X Men, obviously. (laughs) Uh, Let us know your horniest uh, X Men (laughs) characters as soon as possible. It's all of them. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, shit, we didn't. Yeah, we should just gone through all the X X Men characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, oh, by the way, I reread um, uh, Cy Spurrier's Legion comic. Oh yeah, and it's a brilliant sex. Like sex scene in that. Oh yeah. Towards the end, but it's like mind sex. It's not really. I love. I love when they do that shit. Yeah,
0: amazing. Oh,
1: Emma Frost. Yeah, horny as fuck. Character. Absolutely.
2: <laughs>
1: um, she doesn't have sex at Legion. No spoilers. Uh, <laughs> but Saga, I think, is a, is a great introduction to 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 the idea of sex being a big part of comics.
0: Absolutely, I agree. And I think like, Saga is the one comic that I've never heard anyone like. No one has a bad word to say about Saga. Everyone loves Saga who's read it. Yeah,
1: everyone, like, you only hear people like go, like, Oh, I was let down by this issue because their expectations were mm. so stupidly high. Yeah. Because of how much I loved the one before it.
0: And again, like, Fiona Staples does just such incredible character design. Like, the doctor in this is like a doctor with big, saggy boobies. I loved it. A wolf doctor. You wolf that doctor. That yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Wolf doctor with saggy boobies. I loved it. That <laughs> was great.
1: Now go back and do your homework, Jordan.
0: For Pete's Listen to the rest Actually, of this I don't tomorrow. care. Just don't do. Read comics. I didn't. I never did my homework. Me neither. What were you talking about? I'd fuck studies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, read comics. I say,
1: as your boyfriend is literally studying behind us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, not mainstream schooling studies. Christ. <laughs>
1: Yeah, learn to study when you regret not studying. Yes. As an adult.
0: That's how it works. It's the only way it works.
1: Deadly Class, issue number 30. Speaking of studying, these guys study at a school for murderers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is written by Rick Romando by, uh, by Wes Craig, Craig and Jordan Boyd. Um, and uh, this was a real fun road trip to Mexico issue. Yeah, the art's um, excellent. In which always. we see members of this year at Deadly Class um, meet up with... Accidentally meet up mm. with uh, members of last year, mm-hmm. um, and uh, this does such a great job of, of. They really, they really want you to to love both the the great things and also the flaws about each of the characters uh, in this year that mm-hmm. that we're focusing on in the group. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like in the in those early issues, some of them were too flawed. Yeah, um, and uh, like all, all these characters are fucked up, but there's a, they've got a lot of heart, and you can forgive all of them for all the fucked up things, almost.
0: Man, it's so classic, Remender, though. Like, he just occasionally puts something really, like, weird and fucked up in an issue for no reason, like the bit You where- mean poo.
1: Yeah. He always, always poo. So- there's so much poo in yeah. this. In this, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, if you ever read Deadly the Class, there's a lot of poo. <laughs>
0: In this, a guy goes down a slide, like a children's slide in a park, and the kids shit in the thing for no reason. Like, and then he
1: tells the, the guy behind him to go down head first.
0: Like, and there was no reason for that to happen in the story. It was funny. What's, yeah, it was pretty funny. Well, it was pretty funny. We're talking about it. I guess it had the desired effect. And it, it,
1: it is an important part of Deadly Class thus far. Like why, <laughs> why drop that part of this book? There's been a lot of pooing.
0: Yeah, it's true. And it is like... It is weirdly grounding. Everybody poops. Jordan. <laughs> that's,
1: a, that's a kid's book that someone is going to give you ironically at some point. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, so yeah, this is a, this is a, a very cool issue. This, this, the momentum that this, this, this has gained the last 10 issues or so has been mm. thrilling. It's good. Great book. Um, I read uh, two image books that you did not. Hilariously, I am now reading Savage Dragon.
0: See, now I feel like I really need to step up my game and get into Savage Dragon.
1: Um, I did an episode with Jim uh, from King's Comics and he's the world's biggest uh, Savage Dragon fan. He uh, was, was very, very thrilled when um, uh, Eric Larson retweeted the picture yeah. of us both talking about Savage Dragon. Adorable. Um, but uh, this is uh, issue number 226. Jim made me read issue 225, which was like a big bonus issue Kind of that kind of was a good jumping on point, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, this is such a crazy book that looks great. Mhm. Trump is all over this book. Like straight yeah. up it's just Donald Trump He and, and Like on the cover. On the cover. Selling yelling kill them, kill the aliens.
0: It's very crazy that you can just have the president of the United States as a villain in a comic. And apparently and it's published by an American company.
1: Obama was a good guy. Yeah. In yeah. In, in this book at, at for a while as well. Yeah. Um yeah, it I, was a
0: period where Obama was in, like, every single comic book coming out. It was so weird. It was so an time. <laughs>
1: um, but, uh, yeah, like, I love Eric Larson's art. I didn't realise mm. how much I loved it until I started reading this. I think a lot of it lies in, like, I think if this didn't have, I think it's Nikos Koutsis is the colourist. Mm-hmm. Um, and the colours are fucking, like, such a good match to his, you know, very like not it's not simplistic it 's actually very detailed, but it's you know it's it's of its time mm. um he 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 hasn't he hasn 't adapted his style to to the more modern kind of way of cartooning since his style was so so it was the norm in the nineties but I think the book really stands out because of that mm. and but it's got modern colors on it though so yeah it's great um and uh yeah i just i i'm I'm really really stoked to be reading Savage dragon. <laughs> Now and I think I'm going to actually go back and, and reread it from the start. Wow! At some point in my life, yeah. Like, as soon as I finish Mario plus rabbits, I'm yeah. going to have so much time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but so what? What's actually going on in it? Um, Just Trump's like getting uh, rid of so aliens. So there are all these
1: generations of 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 dragons now cool. that that are that are aliens, I mm-hmm. guess that live on Earth, mm-hmm. and this now focuses on the son of the original savage dragon and ah, his okay. children. Um, and he is a police officer Great um, But because Trump is uh, basically saying, you know Basically turning out up a notch as far as like alien hatred um, the, Basically this issue ends with, um, with Savage Dragon getting arrested Cool Because of Trump It's all Trump's fault
0: Damn it, that jerk That
1: jerk. That jerk, according to the comics. That's Mm -hmm. all. Imagine if you... It's the only way I I get my news. Yeah, exactly. You only got your news through comics. What a funny concept for a comic.
0: I'm so glad Hydra's finally fallen. (laughs)
1: Um, Finally, I read Stray Bullets, issue number 27 of Sunshine and Roses by David Lapham. Um, Not more to say other than this is my favorite book, and I love it, and every single time it comes out, I'm overjoyed, and I read it first. Nice. And um, this ended... Like, this is a, a very, very gritty crime book that has moments of like warmth then backed with the most like depraved criminal but like awful thing happening and this ends with one of the most sickening panels I've ever Mm. seen in a comic but it like it's one of those good gross out moments like it it felt like Mm. it felt really really good to be grossed out by this comic that's good um uh basically um I just that's not really a yeah. massive spoiler so there's um two criminals on the run one of them is uh, a woman who is much older than him Oh, not yeah like like she's someone's mother basically um and uh he's a you know a teenage delinquent and uh they've both been injured they're both like on the mend and there's kind of there is a sexual tension between them as they kind of go from throughout America like almost Bonnie and Clyde style fucking up a bunch of people wow. um and and robbing and stuff like that and uh they, she wonders if they, if they will have sex and he's like, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not into it, blah, blah, blah. Like he, he, uh, it's not like, it's like, it's nothing against you. I just like, you know, I'm not into it, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And, um, they go on a particularly accidentally violent crime spree. And he sees, uh, a, a woman's like an older woman's face, like basically pulverized by a shotgun in front of him. Uh. And that night they have sex. Uh. And, and She's like, what? like what's got it into you why why Mm. do you want to now and he goes oh no reason and then the last panel is just the picture of the woman's face being fucked up
2: by the shotgun and
0: it's so grim and
1: it's so that's horrible but like it's just this is the tone of this book good lord god it's the fucking best book and like
0: i'd never want to read that (laughs) that's awful
1: but it's like but it's not it's not like it it, it's very cartoony style i'll show you
0: oh that makes it better it's it's right Oh yeah, that's way that's way better. Oh <laughs> good Lord.
1: I know I, this makes me found, sound real sick. Jordan probably don't read straight
0: Go to bed. <laughs>
1: me? <laughs> I don't Soon. Know. We got we got we got we got a couple of comics to talk about first. Um, so Speaking
0: of being grossed out but in a good way. All right. Can we just transfer over to everything else now?
1: Oh yeah, of course. It <laughs> <laughs> but- wasn't even a segue to a book. <laughs> <laughs> just the just the rest of the podcast, <laughs> which sickens you now.
0: <laughs> I want to talk about Lady Killer um by Joelle Jones with colours by Michelle Mads- Madsen. Um I fucking love this book. Yeah, this I this is so cool. Oh no. Year.
1: I've got it, I will. I'm sure. I was like, I know I'm gonna like it. Yeah. I I saw. I opened up the first page and saw that it delved into her kind of history with her mother, and I was like, "Ah." I was like, I was already late to come here, so I was like, Fuck it, I gotta
0: read. Yeah, yeah. No, this is a really, really great issue. We get to see a little bit of her backstory, and then we also get to see the kind of conclusion of um, what happens with Irving. Oh shit! And also, like, like really sick. Yeah. That's great. When you see the
1: cross section of a house, that's good stuff.
0: Joel Jones is so so good. Like, there is so much that is great about this comic like it's so extraordinarily beautiful and everything looks so like perfect and 50s and like lush and then the violent bits are so like violent and horrible and extreme and gory but it's still like what so when joel joe is it yes absolutely (laughs) she bashes a dude's head in with a brick in this and it's very graphic and then she has sex right (laughs) because (laughs) it's no then her husband i'm not gonna you know, I'm not going to spoil it. it. It's a good issue, though.
1: Yeah, I will read that. Um, uh, and and, and we, there should be a lot of new fans to Joel Jones after uh, picking up Supergirl being super.
0: It's a very different book, though.
1: But definitely pick it up. It's excellent. Yeah, agreed. Um, so we're talking about other publishers right now. Yep. Lady Killer is put out by Dark Horse. If
0: you couldn't tell my, my exquisite segue. <laughs>
1: um, we're also going to talk about another Dark Horse book that um, Shinbone did not read. Yep. I thought this series was going to end. Um, Rebels. Um, by Brian Wood Andrea Muti Lauren Affey And Matt Taylor This is a kind of a uh, Basically um, Like American history um, Fiction So it's like a, a story of historical fiction But timed to Real events That actually happened mm-hmm. And in the past It's been a kind of like About a family In the uh, In like The through through various like you know to Leading up to like the, the Boston Tea Party And that kind of thing This one goes way back to 1753 And we see a story about young George Washington Oh um, Before I think before America was founded When was America founded Nate?
2: 1492 no, I'm
1: very fucking wrong then. <laughs> Wait when did, what did George Washington do? No,
2: no, no,
1: no. First president First president So oh before Fuck should I edit this out Because I sound like a real idiot I'm going to leave it in No one judge me guys <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just keeping very quiet very Quiet, Because <laughs> you don't know either I don't know, you know shit, shit but...
1: So alright, he was the first president he, uh, he didn't... Christopher Columbus discovered America Yes. A doy,
0: doy. <laughs> And then
1: he directed the first Harry Potter movie <laughs> And Home Alone um, But uh, So this is yeah. before he was president Before he was the first president This is a story of young George Washington uh, In Virginia mm-hmm. um, Taking on A French colony Oh, and it was like this kind of real cool. I think it was a one shot. I don't know. Mm. But like this was like, if you have been like hearing us like vaguely talk about this, this series that I like, even though I know fuck all about American mm. history. Um, like this is a great one to kind of pop in on. Mm. It was really, really cool. I don't know. It, it It's uh, I love this. Mm. Rebels. Super cool. enjoyable. This one was called The Virginian. Lovely. Um, and if this is just, like, going to be, like, this uh, American history one-shot thing from now on, I'm all, I'm all the way on board as I can butcher uh, my retellings of when I think things happened in America. <laughs> also, fuck, like you know we, like, fucking 45% of our listenership is in America.
0: <laughs> we know nothing about you See, guys. Australia
1: was founded in 1788. That was what I got confused with. Yeah. Um, I, I realize America is way <laughs> older.
0: It's a little bit older.
1: Like, you're, like... Um,
0: we're like the cool young cousin. Yeah,
1: that's right, who has yeah. all the all the CDs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um so about some Valiant books. Um we got the finale of uh Rapture, the um Valiant team up book with um Ninjak, Shadow Man, um Punk Mambo. Punk Mambo, uh, Rex the Razor and Tamma. Um written by Matt Kint with art by Kafu um and one Rose Rip. Juan, mm. Juan Jose Rip, right, and Francis Portela. Nice. It's getting late, everybody. It's getting real, real late. Um, and I thought this uh, ending was confusing, but yeah, quite fulfilling at the end, towards the very end. Only Agreed. confusing because I'm not. I don't know anything about Shadow Man.
0: Yeah, I didn't understand who all of these shiny men were.
1: They're like gods conjured by the bad guy.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well.
1: Um, but I really enjoyed the um. The kind of girl Tama mm-hmm. going back to where this com- where this series started, um, to the the demon that she promised she would return to to try and free. I oh, thought that was really sweet. Yeah, that was nice, and
0: I'm excited um, for what they're going to do with the Shadow Man character now, mostly because of this one page. By um, Greg Smallwood, Greg Smallwood which yeah. looks incredible. I don't know if that's so, going to be what the so actual that's comic Man, is like. Is it
1: looks great. Yeah. Listeners, it looks great. It and, looks, and look, it looks it incredible. It sounds... Yeah, that's that's of sound Amazing. But we are not going to see that wonderful.
0: until
1: 2018. Oh, man. The 28th of March, 2018. Valiant tease so Teasier. They tease Teasier. Well, I mean, you've got to lock it. They all, everyone knows when their comics are coming out.
0: Um, I mean, Marvel and DC seem to have a very... I don't know. Whatever.
1: What would you rather just said? March.
0: Yeah. Next, <laughs>
1: ne- next year sometime. Um, I also read Faith and the Fu- the Future Force... It's issue number two, written by Jody Hauser, with art by Barry Kitson, Diego Bernard, and Ulysses Ariola. Um, and oh, that's uh, a good name. Real good. It seems very <laughs> really made off right. <laughs> Ulysses Ariola. <laughs> it's a good porn name. Um, and uh, yeah, so this is about basically like um, at some point in time there is some bullshit that goes down, <laughs> and so um, a character whose name is Neela Sethi. Um, basically enlists Faith in the first issue um, to come and stop this thing from happening. And Faith dies. So, oh Neela no. returns to the time that she got flat Faith and is like, we need more. Right. And then, so Faith returns with her her kind of sciats or whatever from, mm-hmm. I don't know, some Valiant series that everyone tells me I should read that I haven't read mm-hmm. yet. Um, but they're, they're not like the big Valiant guys. And um, then they all die too. So, so Neela returns... And this issue ends with faith, with all of the big hitters from the from the Valiant Universe, like all of them. You've got Exo Mano War, you've got um, Archer and Armstrong, you've got Bloodshot, you've got um, Ninjak. Nice. Look, I named five of the characters. Quantum and good.
0: Woody. Yep. I don't know. I can't. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're 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 in there too. But um, Quantum and Woody. So, so I guess the next one will be fun. Mm. Yeah. Cool. T- time Walker is the na- No, she is. Neela is a Time Walker.
0: I don't know what that means. Anyway,
1: it's written by Jodie Hauser, and I, I, I know she does the main Faith book too, which I don't like, but mm. I, I quite like this, and I actually quite like the character of Faith in this.
0: Mm. Might be worth checking back in on the main book.
1: Maybe, I yes, should. <laughs> Archie and Pals. No, Your Pal, Archie. Um, this week, um, issue number two, written by Dan Parent. And Ty, sorry, written by Ty Templeton with art by Dan Parent. Speaking of parent-ing. Nice. I read this with my son, Archie, who loves it because his name is on the front cover, before bed. It's good. Three nights in a row this week. Whoa. Um, This is the finale to a, a story in which Archie wins the lottery. Or does he, Shinbone?
0: Oh my God, was it a dream sequence?
1: No, it was a real. It was a jughead fuck up, obviously, oh, but it was obviously. a very funny one. And I think Ty Templeton completely nails the the, the feel of a classic Archie strip. Mm-hmm. Um, this doesn't tie into Wade's Archie run at all, um, but um, there's just slight modernizations in the dialogue and the kind of subject matter. that doesn't feel naff. I know you have a problem with with Dan Parent, who does the art.
0: Yeah, it's just. It's just not my favorite. Uh, it,
1: it's it's bland. Like I, I I just completely ignored it. It just kind mm-hmm. of looks like like a comic book strip, and I think it suits the story really well.
0: I hate that they have made Archie's hair cooler, and it's not just like two like little buns on the top of his head.
1: Yeah, he's they slightly modernized it, but also like he'll slightly modernize characters' fashion by just like making their jeans a bit higher. Yeah, like three quarter but- <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah, you it's know, like- pedal pushes. <laughs> you know, they're real cool in twenty seventeen.
0: It's like. This is my problem with Dan Parent—is it's modernized by someone who doesn't, who's never seen a current teenager.
1: Well, his name isn't Dan Teenager, <laughs> Shinbone.
0: <laughs> That's a really good point.
1: <laughs> Would you um, read a book by Dan Teenager? Let's go review the next part. <laughs> <laughs> Kill the bit. Uh- <laughs>
0: So I also read issue four of Victor Laval's Destroy Us. So this is like the sort of modernization of Frankenstein. the Frankenstein myth, but also with the original Frankenstein monster in it as a sort of bad guy, I guess.
1: He's just kind of like an every... He's, he kills he's the good guys. Force. He kills the bad guys. He doesn't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, he really doesn't. He'll kill I don't you, think he knows what's going on. Um, and me. But I like this a lot and I like the reveal at the end. Victor, this could be the, I don't know if this is like the original Victor Frankenstein Reborn, but he has a sweet bowl cut. Wow. And that's
1: we, all I have to say. It's almost, like, it's almost like Friar Tuck, but oh no, no Friar Tuck has like the, the bit a missing in the middle. In the,
0: yeah, It's an important element of the Friar hairstyle. Bring it back. Yeah, I, that's what I say. Give um, it, give
1: that to Archie, Dan Parent, if you're
2: listening. <laughs>
0: that's what all the cool kids are wearing.
1: Um, So those are the reviews of all the books that we read this week. I, I hope me.
0: that was a value.
1: There was absolutely. Yeah. Some great jokes. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um,
1: a burp, it, it was in there too. You want another one? What a delight. No, it's not coming. I'm going to give you another
2: one. Cool. I'm glad. Yeah, okay, fair enough.
1: Uh, Venomverse issue number one oh, is really? one of the books coming out this week. We read all of the edge of Venomverse leading up. There's also a Venomverse war story starting as well. God. So there's a whole bunch of Venomy... We just said Marvel not doing events. This is absolutely an event, Marvel. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, they were like, we're not doing any main events, but there will still be an X Men event and a Spider Man event. <laughs> so.
1: Um, there is a new Black Sable series starting. It looks Ooh, very sexy. Black Sable. I don't know, but I'm just looking oh, through yeah. about what's coming out uh, this week at King's. Uh, the Marvel Generations book is Iron Man and Ironheart. Uh, there's a Captain Phasma Star Wars book starting.
0: I look forward to not reading that. Um, really? You didn't like her in uh a... Yeah, I did.
1: Maybe this is going to be her escaping the trash compactor.
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe. That's Actually, ha- that's a good point.
1: Yeah. That would be fun, right? Someone jumping out of a bin Is that a King's End Uh, There is a new Kingsman book starting, uh, written by Rob Williams, um, with art by Simon Fraser. Check that one out. Uh, It's got a Frank Quietly cover, though. It looks pretty awesome. Um, And there's a bunch of other stuff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just scrolling. Just scrolling. Scrolling through the The second issue of
1: that Elsewhere book that everyone yelled at us because we didn't know who that missing pilot was. You idiot. Yeah, I listen to Do Go On. It's a great podcast. Thanks for telling me, 50 people. <laughs> um, there's a book called Scales and Scoundrels coming out through in- Image. Uh, it's written by some character- some people that I don't know. But uh, what are your thoughts on Scales and Scoundrels? What do you, what do you prefer of the two?
0: Um, scoundrels. Yeah, me too.
1: 100%. Cool. All right, good talk. Thank you so much for a brilliant issue. I told you it would be the best and it absolutely was.
0: Absolutely was.
1: Um, Let us know how much you enjoyed the best episode of Serious (laughs) Issues by finding us at facebook.com slash Serious Issues Podcast or facebook.com slash groups slash Serious Issues Podcast. If you want to discuss the episode, the comics within it, or comics in general, Mm. uh, you can find us on Twitter at Serious underscore underscore issues or individually at C B G or at LevDog. Um, We're also on Instagram on Mm -hmm. those exact same usernames. Uh, Shoot us a bell. Tell us hi. (laughs) <laughs> tell us hi um, and if you'd like to support the show um, to just you know pay for more late nights discussing comic books while our children sleep uh, you can head to com slash serious issues podcast uh, there's a whole bunch more bonus content going up very very soon we've got a graphic novels mm-hmm. Uh, wrap up episode happening again in a couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. again the uh, the Q and A episode. Please uh, send us your questions to Serious Issues Patreon at gmail dot com or Serious Issues at KingsComics dot com or you know both of them. Mm. Just write both those emails down, put them both in. Yeah. See see which of us replies to you sooner. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening, and um, we'll see you next week. At, you gotta finish it. Space jump. <laughs>
0: I was not prepared for that. Yeah, at,
1: where, are we gonna, where are they going to see
0: us? I don't know. The where, internet? The, see you at the internet. <laughs>